controversy surrounding VAR, Lazio let Juve take the lead too far. United showing a glimpse of their old self. City thrashed Liverpool even though they have the trophy already on their shelf. Hey guys, welcome to the fourth episode of Build a Play. I am Eric Thomas and again I'm joined by my co-host and good friend Adij Vartha who had his birthday this go on Sunday. Happy belated birthday Adij, how are you doing today? Hey, thank you. Thank you so much, Eric, for that. And yes, I'm doing great and it was a great birthday, uh, especially following uh, United's results on the weekend, obviously. So that was much more enjoyable, even though it was before the birthday. But yeah, it was a good uh, good bit of result. And uh, yeah, it was a great weekend of football again. And not just weekend, actually, but a lot of games uh, again, as, as they are coming thick and fast, as we said previously as well. So a lot of action again in the Premier League. Uh, as we as we speak about it so and uh, whilst we are on the topic of united i guess we should uh, talk about the result versus brighton that they got uh, That's yeah, right. so uh, you uh, have a smile on your united, face already yeah <laughs> because you know it's feeling so great right now united because it's such a good atmosphere at the club right now so yeah really no like doubt. what's happening over there yeah so yeah, uh, United beat Brighton three 0 uh, away. So it was a very good performance by the team. Again, Olegana Solskjaer naming his best side, and obviously United dominated the opening exchanges and um, much of the game. To be honest, and uh, they were good by Mason Green, Mason Greenwood, uh, Bruno Fernandez, and in the and in the opening Martial half and Rashford. Uh, no, no, yeah, that yeah. was that was the bright. Uh, that was the other. Oh, game. you're talking about yeah. the Brighton. The Brighton game, game. Correct. yeah. So yeah. yeah, so Mason Greenwood showed us quality by you know the first goal that he scored. So he very yeah. uh, nicely his trademark as it has become. You know, a couple of step overs and he takes it on either of his foot. You know, that's the biggest yeah. weapon I guess that he has, and the, the the defender is not aware. So he took it on his left foot on this occasion and, you know, just hit it unexpected. So the keeper didn't know, uh, you know, when the shot was coming and it eventually ended up in the net. So it's a great quality that he possesses. And I think it's a, he's a very good talent that we have. Absolutely. There's no doubt in that. Because uh, at the age of 18, to have that composure in front of goal, uh, which yeah. many big strikers don't possess. And you can't get on his uh, good side because he doesn't have right. a strong foot as per se. He can exactly. shoot with both his feet with the same power and accuracy, which is uh, yeah. very rare in any of the players. And, yeah. uh, you know, his dribbling skills, he can mm -hmm. play anywhere in the front three. Uh, right. And he is a generational talent, there's no doubt about it. Absolutely. You know, and everyone has been all praises for him, you know, Shaljar and everyone, you know, ex-players and all that. So, I think it's good for him. And it's uh, good that he's getting so many starts at United and he's justifying those opportunities. By, you know, contributing in the goals and everything. So, it's really good for him. Then we talk about that uh, Pogba-Bruno partnership that everyone is so excited about. Yeah. It also, you know, showed brilliances. So, Pogba just laid off a ball to Bruno Fernandes. And which led to Bruno Fernandes taking shot first time. It got a bit of deflection and, and then it ended in the back of the net. So, that was really yeah. good. And, uh, you know, after that, we saw this brilliant counter-attack by United in the second half. Uh, 
so yeah uh, it was a devastating counter attack matic you know uh, gave a really good ball to mason greenwood out wide and he just put the ball inside the box and bruno was making that run and you know he was there perfectly and there was a perfect cross and bruno hit it with a very good technique and yeah the united scored so it was uh, basically yeah. uh after the clearance was made uh by the united defense it was just three touches that was needed to score the goal so that was good yeah, yeah that was like the, so that shows confidence and that shows uh a lot of character in the team as well you know that they are clicking they yeah know each other's position they know when to switch when to move the off the ball runs are more important than anything in football i feel football right, somebody right. said football is a very simple game uh if you know when to run when you when you know yeah. when to run without the ball so exactly uh, uh that's the thing i feel that united were missing uh before bruno came in because bruno has brought in a lot of spark he does he has the very united as attitude i feel of right. not giving up at the end until the end moment and you know he's very gritty he loves exactly. uh, you know challenge and he loves getting into challenges he exactly. loves when three you know take on people play yeah. that attacking brand of football it's yeah. beautiful to watch you know and you know it gets you excited as a neutral fan as well yeah. and uh, i can imagine how it's good for the united supporters because exactly. uh, for the last past i guess since for um, fergie left uh, it was you know they tried that brand of football but uh, they weren't able to uh, cope up with it or you know they weren't consistent enough you saw yeah. it in bits and pieces but they yeah. weren't consistent enough consistent. Uh, and since the restart of after this pandemic it has been a blessing in disguise for united you know yeah. uh, the break was a big uh, improvement for them they could you know gather yeah. as a team martial has found his form rashford has come in from the injury greenwood yeah. is getting starts bruno is putting in assists pogba can make uh, you know now he can just play freely he can be the playmaker he can right. just put balls in and yeah. matic can you know sw- clean up the sweep uh, in up, front yeah, of the, the rest of the thing yeah. so it's all or everything is clicking uh, you can say at this point of time for united yeah. and uh, if that this is the sort of thing you see going forward it's good signs for united yeah absolutely i agree with that and you know uh, also what we what we saw in that game interestingly was that once bruno and pogba came off you know the substitution was made uh, i think mctominay and andres pereira were the ones who came on for them you could see that you know there was much less of attacking prowess uh, in in that united side uh, one interesting thing which i would like to point out over here is that you know once uh, you, as they say you know attack is the best form of defense and you could literally see that in this game because once pogba yeah. and bruno were out uh, that attack attacking probing was not happening from united and that left a lot of uh, gaps in the united midfield and uh, consequently right. in the united defense so you could see brighton create chances once uh, bruno and pogba were off so it shows that you know this midfield battles that we talk about are so important in the match of football you know so just that just That's highlights the, i guess uh, now what united need to do is uh, have a lot of depth in their squad they have a very good yeah backup. exactly so the first starting 11 is really good but once we get a good backup you know uh, that squad depth once we get it we will start challenging for the top of the table i guess yeah yeah no doubt in that because uh, i feel that you know you had the p- problem on the right hand side that is but you have two good players there uh, that is dan james now and uh, um greenwood uh, so, 
they are uh, two good players but you need uh, i guess uh, you have martial and rashford as well uh, but you guys need i guess one more yeah. winger that can play because dan james generally is a left sided right. uh, winger i feel he comes in he has the knack yeah, of but i guess in. he has yeah 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 the tendency of getting on his right, right foot, foot and curling in, uh, inside and yeah curling yeah. it right but i guess he's done a very good job at the right wing in terms of assists he has not got many goals as such but you know his uh, what do you say his um, service has been really good right. so i guess that's a good thing yeah, and sancho so, is yeah, also definitely a right yeah 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 i was going to say that actually mm-hmm. because you know the right sided winger we were talking yeah. about uh, sancho is very heavily linked with united yeah. and you know uh, there are a bit of complications because nick re- really ready to give that much Correct. so we'll see how that pans out you know uh, around the time of august apparently as it's being said so yeah we'll see on that correct it's a 140k per week salary cap that is uh, being decided for him i feel but yeah. and you dortmund won yeah. 120 million which i don't know if in this market yeah. uh, what's the value but if uh, you know uh, if zh is getting that or timo werner is getting such amounts then he will sancho yeah. has a you know he has 20 goals plus and 20 goals plus assist uh, yeah. as in each yes. 20 goals and 20 assists as well. so yeah. uh, that's a lot of caliber right. you, you are bringing into your team as well so if you look at it in the Absolutely. long run because he's just 20 Sancho. Yeah. So in the long run, he is a great yeah. player and prospect for United as well, uh, and with a lot of caliber. Uh, so moving absolute, on from, yeah. I guess, yeah, yeah, I guess he's the, yeah, 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 I guess he's the absolute first choice for United. Um, you know, they'll be the one. Uh, they'll be uh, trying to get his uh, sa- signing first. If they cannot, maybe they'll move on to the next one. But Sancho's uh, transfer absolutely makes sense for United. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, So moving on to the next game, uh, the big one it was uh, Liverpool versus City. Uh, so yep. <laughs> uh, uh, Liverpool came into the game. You know they got a guard of honor. Bernardo Silva didn't clap. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so that was all going on. And yeah. uh, City were on a mission. I feel you know City were like uh, we absolutely. Uh, they came into with a clear intent that they are going to destroy and. Liverpool looked drunk. Absolutely. <laughs> Liverpool were hungover <laughs> yeah. after all the partying. It felt yeah. like. Yeah. Uh, Absolutely. Because yeah. there there were so many uh, gaps and uh, problems in the midfield defense that you didn't see yeah. throughout the campaign for Liverpool. And I guess it's also absolutely it yeah. happens. You know, when you become champions, you take the next game a little lightly. Uh, yeah. So it's. But I guess City City made sure that you know they show them that we are we are not going away uh, as yeah, yet. Yeah. You know we'll be there to challenge you next season also. Correct. So they you know stamped their authority on that, and you know it was a very good performance by them. You know uh, uh, Sterling played really well, and you know Phil Foden was such a live wire in that yeah. game as well. And you know it was so good. It was such such a good performance. I guess they were leading three nil at half time, yes. and you know uh, yeah. and then even after that you know there were no signs that uh, liverpool are going to kind of make a comeback in this game mm-hmm. what i would say is that uh, liverpool uh, you know they, they did not play bad as such but you know but uh, city was just too much for them yeah. in this uh, city in this particular game basically i guess yeah they outplayed them and you know jurgen klopp was so pissed at you know at after the full time yeah. whistle and you know his <laughs> anger was very much visible you know as the reporter was asking him questions and he was not really responding properly yeah. so yeah obviously yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they were trying to trigger him. They were trying to yeah. trigger him all, all the while. That, yeah. You know, uh, are you unhappy? Are you? Do you think the players slacked off? Do you think they were not prepared? They he wanted. They wanted him to say those things, but he was like, uh, yeah. "I won't say." I think, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I think even before they asked him, he knew that these guys are gonna come with, with some. You know, his temper was already high, so he was not really in the mood, maybe. But you know, yeah. At the same time, Guardiola uh, was very much obviously pleased with uh, with his team's performance. He also said that you know maybe this is the beginning of the next season for us. You can say you know they kind of started off like possibly. that. So it was a very dominant performance by them. So yeah. Uh, I guess uh, then we uh, shall cover the next game, uh, which was uh, Arsenal versus Norwich. It was a very good performance by Arsenal at home. You know, uh, scoring a lot of goals as they may have not been doing recently. And Norwich yeah. players assisting Obermann. For some reason, yeah. <laughs> Arsenal players are not assisting Obermann. Is getting assisted by the opposite yeah. player itself. Opposite. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. yeah um, they they put a throw in and it straight went to Obermann. I'm like, how bad are, are you at yeah. throw ins? Exactly. <laughs> but, uh, that's you know, Norwich. Yeah. I have I guess lost some confidence because they are already going down mm-hmm. this time. Going down. And then, yeah, uh, as we speak about that, you know, Arteta has built a very good system. Uh, we could see that this Arsenal team was not really performing that well under Unai Emery. Uh, uh, Arteta has come in, and you know, straight away he has kind of you know, you know, like uh, uh, kind of put his system in place, areas. and you could see that in the games and on the problematic areas. Yeah, and but still, the recruitment needs to be there from Arsenal to actually you know look in the table. So yeah, I guess that will eventually happen, or maybe not, because Arsenal's uh, finances are always a doubt. So we never know about that. So yeah, that's one thing. And I guess then uh, there was also another shock result. It was uh, West Ham against Chelsea. So West Ham won against Chelsea three two, you know, and Chelsea three two, yeah. you know, and that played a very huge part in the top four battle. So. Chelsea slipping up in that. That United kind of closed in on them. Uh, I guess it was two points gap. It, that just remains now between Chelsea and United. Correct. So that top four battle is really sh- shaping up really well. Mm-hmm. Correct. Uh, because uh, in the Chelsea, in the sorry, in the West Ham Chelsea game, uh, what I observed was the first goal also was again a very big VAR controversy. Uh, in that, uh, Yamalenko scored the first goal. Uh, in which which was ruled offside. No, I guess. Uh, I, I guess yeah. Uh, because, he eventually scored the winner also. So. Yeah, yeah. Yamalenko scored the winner, and uh, uh, because of which, because yeah. Antonio was on the ground and his, his half his part was outside yeah. the offside line, but it didn't touch him and uh, it didn't right. do anything. It was just obstructing. Uh, it was just you know he was hindering the line of offside. That was the thing. But I didn't think so because. Right. Right. Uh, what could he do? Because he was laying down there. But again, uh, a lot of things have to be mm-hmm. looked at as we spoke about it. We'll talk about VAR more, uh, you know, in yeah. the remaining games. But uh, Chelsea's defense right. in these uh, in this situation, you know, sometimes Chelsea in this season, if you look at it, they have played well against the big six teams. Okay, Be- played well against the time uh, right. teams who are in good form. But then they. Uh, you know, lose mm-hmm. that momentum easily. I don't know. They get carried away, or they yeah. you know they lower the intensity. But 
Lampard said the yeah. same thing that you know we are not being consistent. That's the problem because we win games yeah. really well. That's the City game. They win it really well, yeah. and then they mm-hmm. lose uh, games to West Ham. Uh, so it's. Yeah, you know, I I guess uh, I would like to point one thing over here. You know, the only reason why the gap between United and Chelsea has closed down is because of that very fact that you know Chelsea were very high flying in the beginning of the season, but they then they started to drop paper off eventually, off. Yeah, and it off. was completely opposite for United. Right. Yeah, it was completely United opposite for United, where they started off very sluggishly. They were very inconsistent, but as soon as that Bruno signing came and all that, you know, that factor came in. Since then, United have been very right. consistent. So that has kind of you know uh, led that gap to be so th- uh, thin now. So yeah, and also Wolves are closing in, and Leicester have kind of dropped points as well. You know, uh, so yeah, Leicester lost against uh, Everton. Yes. By the way, three-one was it? I yep. guess. Uh, yeah. So that that is really shaping up well in terms of that. So yeah, interesting. Uh, it will be interesting to see. You know, and we also have the final day fixture of Chelsea versus Wolves and Leicester versus Man United. Yeah. So it's going to be very important those ties. So it could be game changers game for the Champions yeah, yeah. League spots. Yeah. No doubt, but uh, when the league restarted, nobody thought that Leicester would drop off because they had a ten-point lead over Chelsea and I guess United as well because uh, they were on fifty-three yeah. points. And yeah. uh, since the restart, they only um, managed to get one point off uh, Watford, was it? And they lost the remaining games. Yeah. Until recently, they won again. Yeah. Okay, I don't know against whom was it? The recent game week. Uh, uh, yeah, it was this recent week. I will come yeah, on to that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so uh, uh, going on to that, and uh, so we covered all the first game week. We'll uh, quickly go- move on to the second game week yes. as well for the Premier League. Uh, so again, let's start off with yep. United. Uh, United blowing yeah. uh, f- uh, five. You know, they bowling past five Bournemouth goals yeah. against Bournemouth. Okay, yeah. and they. I didn't see yeah. one moment where you know United players were. Uh, apart apart from Dehaya, all the other players were inside the yeah. one month half throughout the game. Okay, everybody was taking yeah. shots. Uh, you know, Bruno, Pogba, exactly. Rashford. If they if they have a yeah. chance, they are going to take a shot. And it was so potent. Exactly. The attack was so potent uh, that you know, Bournemouth's attack. Yeah. Uh, defense is not so bad, but they couldn't deal with the high pressing situ- uh, mm-hmm. system that uh, you know. United came up exactly. with uh, again a superb performance. Yeah, you know, uh, yeah, yeah. Bournemouth came up with the shock lead. Obviously, you know that Junior yeah. Stanislas brilliant uh, moment where he nutmegged Harry Maguire and uh, sent it past the near post of De Gea. Uh, but then, you know, uh, United were very resilient and they came back immediately responded to right. that. You know, uh, that is kind of the difference what we can see from the previous United in the earlier season. Uh, earlier time of the season and yes. now you know they are responding very quickly and you know that attacking prowess is there that making the most of it you know and uh, talking about that greenwood scored that beauty of a goal with his left foot he just banged it in obviously you know uh, that was a good one and then immediately after yeah. what followed is a handball by the bournemouth player and penalty converted by uh, marcus rashford very coolly he uh, it's yeah. a, no no it was a, you know yeah, yeah correct. So it was, correct. Converted it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a very good uh, penalty. Very uh, nicely struck. You know, bottom corner with power. So it yeah. was a nice one. 
So yeah, we have a lot of penalty takers, and you know it was good to see uh, yeah, someone taking so it off Bruno. Yes, you know, you have all the five players can take penalty and uh, you know uh, free kicks yeah. as well. Yeah, so it is a very good you know kind of a mixture. You know, you can mix it up whenever you want. So yeah. that's what we did exactly at the at that time. You know, uh, Rashford uh, taking that responsibility from Bruno, kind of mixing it up. So yeah, uh, and then it was uh, Martial's beautiful goal. You know, the right foot curler from outside the beautiful. box. Uh, it was that was such a beautiful. good goal. You know, that, so that was a <laughs> yeah. man in confidence. You know, that to pull that off from Absolutely. the edge of the box. Uh, you can see that yeah. you know he was in form. He was uh, on fire that yeah. day, and he wanted to win right. that game. And it was such a good goal that he Absolutely. scored. Yeah, and you know, uh, just, uh, immediately after the break, Lindelof was taken off, and Eric Bailly came in. I guess there were some injury doubts with uh, with Lindelof. Yeah, and then uh, Eric Bailly kind of handled it on the line or yeah. inside the line, you can say. The VAR had to that intervene, was a bad pass and by he Ma- stood with the referee's bad pass yeah, by Matic. Yeah, yeah, Matic's bad pass. Yeah, so the referee had to intervene. Uh, sorry, the VAR had to intervene in this. The, he stood with the referee's decision of the penalty. Yeah, and this is where we talk uh, come with the VAR situation. Yeah. You know, it was again uh, like it. It almost hit a shoulder, you can say, but it was deemed by the VAR. I guess uh, as because, we have in cricket, you because know, because he like, used his extended uh, arm. It yeah, means. yeah. You know, I guess I feel that you know, uh, like we have in cricket, uh, an LBW decision, and then the third umpire, uh, if the uh, bales are just clipping the top of the stump, and uh, the umpire has given it <laughs> out, it stays call. like uh, <laughs> yeah, it's umpire's call. That in this situation, that the referee had given it a penalty, and that's why the VAR stood with it because the VAR clearly has a uh, a rule that you know uh, we will overturn it only if it's a clear and obvious error by the referee. So that is an important word in case of yeah. VR, clear and obvious error. So yeah, that's that's what I would Correct. would like to make clear. Yeah, and they uh, put in the it then the score was three two when he then we con- uh, when they converted the penalty. Yeah, and then uh, they or uh, they scored a third one, but that was offside. Yeah. But that moment you know was very uh, vulnerable because United's defense yeah. was open, and it was four on yeah. three. and it was a great move as if if he could have just you know held on to the run a second longer uh, they would have been th- uh, through on goal and uh, bonmuts uh, kuna is also playing matas mm-hmm. kuna is also mm-hmm. playing really well uh, their striker mm-hmm. uh, these also in good form and uh, then after that you know united again pressed uh, their foot on put the foot on the gas and again uh, you know Pressed Bournemouth uh, hell bent, and then Mason Greenwood, you know, yep. took one step over and took it with the right foot this yep. time. You can't tell yeah. that. That's what we are saying that you can't say which foot is going to exactly. shoot with. And it was so which precise; foot? it yeah. was right to the top corner Absolutely. side netting. No chance for the keeper. Yeah. No chance, you know. And no the defender yeah. couldn't. Could defender was trying to save, uh, you know, his from his left sided, but he took yeah. it from the right. Yeah. So uh, he's one yeah. generational talent, and yeah, he's eighteen, I guess, right now. Absolutely, yeah. And you know, the defender thought that he had done a good job. That you know, he's taking it wide on his right foot, yeah. but he didn't know that he could actually kick it with his right. Correct. So that's exactly what happened, and you know, he banged it in. So yeah. And then another exactly. controversial moment came in the fifth goal. Uh, when yeah. uh, Bruno Fernandes Fernandes scored that Two very points. good free kick, but then uh, there was that hint of uh, obstruction of play by Matic, Matic yeah. and obviously it was deliberate because Matic, being the tallest person on the pitch for United, he was like kind of 
trying to do what he was doing right. and his foot was offside as we came to know later and so i personally think that you know the laws over here are what come in play mm-hmm. the var has to go by the laws you know and i guess the laws say that if if the person if the man obstructing the play is far from the goalkeeper of a certain distance then it can be you know kind of ignored the offside thing you know if he is more than 10 yards or something like that so yeah i i think there's a serious need to look at the laws of the game once again after all these incidents have happened in the season and i think they'll be good correct and i also feel that you know uh if the you know when the offside line is taken uh, your body part is also seen with from which you score the goal uh, right but uh, i feel uh, when you're starting from the your offside was created basically so that you know the striker wouldn't go and stand with the goalkeeper uh, and you know sco- sco- have that advantage exactly. just to stop that but when a striker is making those runs yeah. and if the foot is on the same line okay uh, as in if the defender is facing the other way and the striker is facing the line goal defender, if the foot yeah. is on the same line the obvious thing is his body would be moving towards the goal compared to the defender his body would be moving yeah, away right. from the goal for just to pull the offside so uh, yes just because you the yes. striker is taller and the defender is not taller like for example that yeah. shouldn't be the uh, difference between you know so yeah. it's uh, of course it's you know more advantage to the Uh, attackers in every form of the game uh, but uh, offside rules and handball right. rule have to be uh, looked at you know and changed have to have a lot of mo- lot more consistency yeah, yeah. in the coming season yeah absolutely you know and they'll definitely be giving a look to that you know uh, as we have seen in the post match shows and all that you know that this kind of discussion will be. so Correct. i guess then the next yeah so The next thing uh, we can move on to is the uh, Wolves versus Arsenal game. Wolves lost to Arsenal 2-0. Uh, it was a surprising result in many ways because Ars- uh, no one really gave a chance to uh, see, having seen form going into Matraore had been so great for them, you know, just crossing the balls and Raul Jimenez yeah. finishing off those with the headers or you know the perfect finishes. Him I I think Arsenal uh, played their way the Arteta style as we have been talking about it. They played that to uh, to their best. and also wolves were not really looking like best of themselves so i guess arsenal uh, did a good job saka scored a very good goal the first goal it was a beautiful technique by him you know he has signed a new Super. contract and you know he that must have given him the confidence so yeah yeah correct and so they played a uh, you know arteta saw the defensive problems that arsenal faced day by day and he uh, earlier yeah. also tried to play this same formation that's the 343 so uh, earlier what happened was they were not arteta always told, uh, told them you know you have to stick to the plan what i'm telling you you have to follow it but whenever right. he said you know arsenal players get on to the pitch they forget the plans they you know uh, try going on their own way so here right. they stuck to the plan whenever they were on the ball they knew what to do uh, when Which side mm-hmm. of the pitch they were on, whom to mark, how to mark mm-hmm. them, and you know how to uh, move, uh, you know take the game forward. So the mm-hmm. first goal where that Saka scored. So in that, I guess um, who passes the ball to Obamang? I don't know. Uh, so Obamang controls it, passes it to Tierney, yeah. and Tierney cuts it back, yeah. and then it cuts bounces. It back, yeah. And uh, Saka, yeah. you know, going completely hell blaze on the shot. Instead, he controls right. the power. 
and just you know yeah. just places it into the uh, corner which is which takes a lot of effort because we, we play football and yeah. when a volley comes on you yeah. you want to hit it yeah. with all your power you know that's yeah. uh, that's yeah. a uh, instinct that comes in but uh, to Natural have that reaction yeah yeah and uh, the what i like about it is uh, the new youngsters that coming in uh, saka yeah. uh, nketia uh, the other one is maitland niles and manmoga i don't know yeah. uh, uh, i don't know his name let it be. Uh, so all Which position he was also a midfielder um, he came in later or he came uh, in as a substitute okay no 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 yeah fine fine uh, yeah. okay so all the youngsters that are coming in from the uh, youth ranks which uh, asim wenger invested a lot in because he looked after right. this a lot uh, so they are it's giving it's bearing fruit now okay all the players right. are coming in well they are you know performing well so the main thing right. as we spoke about in the earlier episodes as well the thing is if your youth system is coming up they are basically fans uh, itself they have been with your club for a long time okay they want to see uh, your team succeed and they won't give up because they are fans first they are not just players okay right. they are fans as well and they'll put you know more than 100% on the pitch going all right. out and yeah. uh, Uh, Arteta, you know, uh, Arsenal uh, fans have to give him a, a little bit of time, okay? Because yeah, no, there is a, yeah. uh, you know, he, it, 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 at this point of time, the system is broken. He's just put a plaster on it. I feel there is a, exactly, yeah. there is a rebuilding completely need that needs to be taken place in exactly. from the defense. Mm-hmm. Uh, midfield is okay. Attack, uh, somewhat. Yeah. I don't know what happened to Lacazette. He did score a goal, yeah. but uh, he has to find yeah. his touch back because right now. Uh, Nketia and Saka are taking his place in the starting eleven, so it's not yeah. a, a good look for him. You know, you, yeah, yeah. You know, you talk about give him, and that's exactly what uh, United needed. You know, uh, to give Solja, and they have given him that time, and you know, the coaching staff and him have done so well, and you know, uh, it shows that you need to give that time to a manager in order for his system to come in place. Correct. You just have to trust him. and you know uh, especially uh, if it's your ex player it really helps obviously you know it uh, resonates with the fans obviously yeah, yeah. the board has a kind of confidence in them so that's a good thing and so you know yeah and uh, the other results were uh, chelsea uh, got a comfortable win uh, 3-1 over watford that's and right. it was a good win for them they climbed up the table in that uh, by virtue of that so it, it thereby you know uh, kind of managing that battle of the top and then we had that uh, liverpool against aston villa match which yeah. they also posted and had a comfortable win of 2-0 uh, aston villa again gave them a god of honor at anfield but you know they uh, they also obviously created some chance some chances in the beginning but eventually uh, uh, liverpool, liverpool uh, stamped their authority on them and then the southampton man city game where chris adams scored yeah. that you know freakish oh, goal yeah. <laughs> and you know yeah. just to have the uh what you can say the vision or the sensibility that the you know, the goalkeeper is off the line right, right. Uh, and i yeah. feel this is the second time edison has had it in this season was first yeah. was mctominay yeah. he had it mctominay yeah. yeah so edison does this blunders from time to time but you can't do anything about it it was a very yeah. quick throw in he uh, snatched yeah. onto it and you know he just took the shot yeah. so nobody could have right. done anything and then uh Absolutely. city came back with you know a sting in them sting in it but the yeah. ball just didn't go in the back into the back of the net 
otherwise if it's right. a normal day it's 4 nil or 4 1 or 5 1 to city easily but this time the yeah. ball just didn't want to go into the back of the net yeah, and the goalkeeper yeah. did well and you know sometimes the luck yeah. wasn't on their side uh, yeah. so a bad uh, you know so, uh, somewhat of a controversial decision for them and let's talk about yeah. controversy by talking about we uh, forgot to talk about tottenham versus sheffield so oh yeah yeah so tottenham sheffield uh, sheffield go one nil up uh, uh, due to the uh, you know it was a superb goal loose defense yeah it was a kind of a loose defense by tottenham all three and they, goals. you know all three, yeah, all goals, three goals actually. All yeah. three goals was a similar goals. You know, they took it to the byline. Yeah. They cut back, cut it back in, and they shoot. Yeah. I'm like, how can you exactly. have three goals in the same manner? Like, exactly. Yeah. And from it both very flanks. loose defense. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, we talked about the similarity between playing styles of uh, Atlanta and Sheffield United, relying on their uh, fullbacks. Right. So it was exactly the same way they played, and they got rewards of that because it was a very sluggish defense of uh, Tottenham. We could see obviously. They're not really uh, up for it, I felt. You know, the attitude was not up to the point from them. And, you know, they paid for it. And obviously, as we talk about the controversial moment, when uh, uh, Lucas Mara was uh, go- running with the ball and he was fouled, the referee yeah. played advantage, advantage to that. And in the process, uh, the Sheffield defender, yeah, Sheffield defender hit uh, Mora on his hand, which in turn rebounded it into Harry Kane's uh, path. Fun. And he kind of calmly converted, uh, yeah, converted that into a goal. But then the VAR intervened and they, uh, he deemed that Lucas Mora incident, that handball, uh, as, a, as, a, as a legitimate handball, obviously. Yeah. And the decision turned in the favour of Sheffield United. So that was uh, very controversial. Yeah. So we were speaking about that on that day itself because you know uh, if that was a handball, then it's a foul as well because the handball happens because of yeah. the foul the Sheffield player yeah. commits there. So it should be a free kick to United because right. the right. player, uh, the referee plays yeah. the advantage, and if the advantage is played, and if you look at the advantage rule, yeah. it's a goal. It's a goal to uh, Tottenham and. Yeah. Uh, if you are giving Sheffield United yeah. the free kick in this position because the handball to Mora, you have to look yeah. at the sequence that happened before that because the whole uh, you know uh, system yeah. plays that you know the whole uh, of sequence, the of, sequence play, yeah. of play would be looked at, not just the one incident that took place. The yeah. whole sequence yeah. of play would be looked at. But here, just the handball was looked at. I'm like, yeah. look at the moment before the handball. Yeah. He was pushed onto the ball. Okay, he was yeah. pushed from behind. You know, again, yeah. Again, here the laws of the games are what come into question. Very grey. I think we need a lot of clarity on that side. Yeah, very grey. Yeah, and it is being kind of obviously, uh, you know, uh, exposed by the teams uh, unknowingly. Obviously, it is not it, it's yeah. unintentionally. But you know, this is where the officiating comes into place, and that needs an improvement. Yeah, correct. So in the championship, uh, Leeds yeah. are winning. Leeds are on top of the table. Yeah. Uh, Fulham is on second. Uh, so hopefully Leeds will come back in. Marcelo Bielsa gets to the Premier League finally, uh, you know, this time around. Only seven games or eight yeah. games left for them there. Uh, only more than, uh, yeah. more, less than that. So it's easier for them. Yeah. And uh, mm-hmm. so we have touched on all the Premier League games, I guess. Uh, yes, yes. And right now the K- uh, Chelsea versus Crystal Palace K- game is going on. Game and is I going guess, on. Yeah. Uh, Cahill tore his hamstring while you know uh, oh. during the first goal. So William yeah. tried to run past him, uh, and yeah, yeah. in that moment, his uh, foot, uh, you know, his hamstring tore and he fell. So oh. 
always saying that you know he should have put the ball out but viran continued yeah. and passed it to giroud and oh. giroud scored so oh. uh, everybody was you know that this is not a fair play but uh, it's yeah, from yeah. team to team it depends you know you play or not it's 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 very much in the rights of the uh, team who has the possession Correct. to play on obviously but yeah. you know you cannot dispute with that so yeah yeah Uh, I guess uh, it, that rounded off, yeah, the fixtures of uh, Premier League, I guess. Correct. And yeah, so maybe we can uh, talk Double about a bit about the DFB so, yeah. Pokal final. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, so the DFB Pokal final was uh, held between uh, Bayern and Bayer Leverkusen, obviously. Uh, Bayern, uh, obviously, it was a very comfortable win in the end for them. They won four two, and they got that domestic cup under their uh, belt as right. well. So now they have the league and the cup also. So now definitely that uh, the the club will be aiming towards going for a treble, you know, by winning the Champions League. And they have been very strong in the Champions League this season. So yeah, and with the signing of Leroy Sané, uh, obviously oh. he will not be able to play in the season uh, yeah. in the Champions League. But that uh, kind of strengthens their uh, already jam-packed wings, you know. Yeah. yeah. The attack is so potent uh, because they said, you yeah. know, from robbery and ribery. And Robin, uh, yeah. that was the robbery, yeah. and they have now went to yeah. Ganabri and Sane. That's Sanabri. <laughs> so, so, <laughs> so there's a lot of uh, things there because they uh, they also have Coman. They also have uh, yeah. so many different wingers. They also bought in uh, yeah. a defender from PSG. I feel eighteen uh, year old. Yeah, uh, I guess it's Kwasi, and he bought yeah, the, they bought him for free. Yeah, they bought him for free. Yeah. yeah. So PSG, if you look at it, PSG is also producing some great talents uh, in yeah. their, from the youth system. So it's not just the money yeah. they are pumping into it, but they are also producing great talents in the youth system. They are picking up right. players from other youth systems as well, uh, so that they play their right. thing. Uh, and uh, uh, again, a French international uh, who's doing, he was gone to uh, Bayern Munich, and you know. Uh, I guess it's to replace right. Boateng, if I'm not wrong, uh, uh, because Boateng is getting guess, older. Yeah. Because he, yeah, he is aging. Yeah, yeah he's aging. he's aging, and he can't play all the minutes. So Sula has an ACL, which right. will take another six months to heal. Yeah. Uh, so in that meantime, yeah. Lucas Hernandez, David Alaba, and Kwasi uh, can uh, fill that role in. So it's a great opportunity yeah. for them. Uh, and talking about the goals again, David Alaba scores a beautiful free kick. If you uh, looked at the whole week, there were so many yeah. free kicks scored along the week. Okay, uh, so yeah. many free kicks <laughs> yeah. uh, that went in. I don't know in which game it was a three-two game, and uh, yeah. both the teams scored a free kick. Uh, I don't know which uh, game was it. So I guess maybe it was the West Ham Chelsea game where I guess Willian scored a yeah, free kick correct, and correct. also West Ham game. Yeah, West Ham player. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's right. So there was a lot of free kicks uh, this week round, and uh, that was a good sign. And uh, again, uh, you know, Bayern opened up the Leverkusen's yeah. defense, which was uh, not great. And I guess that uh, possibly it could be the last game Kai Havertz played for uh, Bayern. Bayern for Bayern if, Leverkusen. Yeah. Leverkusen, if uh, somebody doesn't, if somebody buys him out, uh, it's a possibility yeah. uh, because yeah. uh, many teams are looking for him. And uh, Liverpool yeah. are uh, linked with Thiago Alcantara. Uh, Alcantara, yeah. And uh, he, I don't know if he's a Jurgen Klopp player, but uh, they don't have a player in midfield who has a lot of finesse. They have a lot of rough and tough right. players because they need that kind of player. Right. 
but uh, to have a mm-hmm. finesse player in the midfield who will create you know create right. those passes for you uh, yeah. is also very important just to add a yeah. different dynamism to the team so exactly you know uh, yeah liverpool won't be stopping uh, from from where they have ended obviously they'll keep no, on right. recruit, uh, recruiting and making their uh, team stronger you talk about thiago alcantara and you know his uh, style of play it's so it's so good finesse play as we talk about it i think they had the, that in coutinho earlier but he left obviously so that kind of uh, you know that kind of spot or role will be filled by him if he comes to liverpool obviously yeah Correct, but uh, Alcantara plays a little bit behind Coutinho. Coutinho liked a number yeah, ten, yeah, uh, exactly. number ten role, yeah, yeah. or in the final third, yeah. he liked that. And Alcantara yeah. plays uh, yeah. sort of a yeah. centre midfielder. Yeah, he plays much deeper. He's kind of a uh, deeper uh, kind of creative role for him. Yeah, he, uh, maybe yeah. like Pogba. You know, Pogba is also a creative player, he, Pogba, but he yeah. plays. Uh, yes, yeah. He plays in the uh, deep role in the deep central midfield. So yeah, he's that kind of a player. Yeah. 